Hello, one and all, to another episode of Deep Law. Today, we are going to be talking about the conspiracy of the 2006 volleyball incident. If you were to ask someone about the 2006 volleyball incident, you might get a few different answers. Some people will say it was a shooting, or a bombing, or a hostage situation. Others will say it was in Nebraska, Utah, South Dakota, North Dakota, or Montana. People will say 17 people were killed, others will say 24, and many will say in between. However, if you were to try and search this, you would come up with very little results, especially none that fits the criteria of being in those locations. People remember it to be a very vivid memory of seeing this on the news or in their own town. However, when they try and think about it now, in 2020, 14 years later, it's just completely blurred, they can't seem to figure out what it was. And there are a number of beliefs and theories as to why there's such a black hole of information about the 2006 volleyball incident. Unsurprisingly, at the top of the list for the usual belief is that it was the Mandela Effect. Now I'm sure everyone knows what the Mandela Effect is, it's gotten really popular recently. Um, I'm not too keen on it because I think it's used too much and it discredits conspiracies that might have more going on behind them as just oh it was the Mandela effect but essentially the Mandela effect is when a universe that we're in either diverges or combines with a another universe where something did or didn't happen and you have a mix of two people that's a very simplified version of it and the mixes of people from different universes might be from one where it didn't happen and it did, or it happened in Utah in one and South Dakota in the other, and it brings lots of um, confusion and conflict between the two groups. There's a general belief that it was real, it did happen, however, there were more governmental plays in the background of it. All of the explanations for a more governmental intervention definitely echo the beliefs of the Sandy Hook massacre. So, um, firstly, some believe it was a social experiment for the government to try and convince the American population that there is danger um, in the country and therefore increasing certain restrictions or increasing police presence around certain areas, and many people believe that's the government trying to create situations to justify them using different forces. Secondly, people believe that it was a targeted assassination from the government that ended up facing some resistance and ended up becoming a more widespread uh, massacre as opposed to a single assassination. Now, unsurprisingly, and in turn, what feeds this conspiracy theory and makes it a bit more strange is that none of the, certainly none of the mainstream um, search engines or information sites come up with any situation that happened in those locations in 2006 that could relate to it. Even when you go on some of the deep web um, search engines like Torch, nothing seems to show up other than discussions of the theory itself or questions about the theory. There's no raw primary source data 
on something that could have happened in this time frame. However, there was one incident that was probably the closest to the theory itself. On September 27th in Colorado, a 53-year-old man went to a high school and took six of the high school girls hostage and sexually assaulted them. Um, Five of them got injured and one of them managed to escape unharmed. The man who went in and took them hostage ended up shooting one of the girls before he was killed himself. So it happened in the same year. It wasn't in the same location, but the premise was the same, but they're still missing the key aspect of the volleyball incident, which was the volleyball game. So there's a possibility that people could be remembering back to this and thinking that it was a volleyball game if they were high school girls. There was also a volleyball game that was um, suicide bombed in Afghanistan in 2014. It's not in the right time and it's certainly not in the right location. However, there's a possibility that maybe when people fought back to the incident, they merged the incident in Colorado with the incident in Afghanistan and the stories fused together and created this new one. To me, this seems very unlikely. It seems like too many things have to go right for someone to combine a story from 2006 in America to a story in Afghanistan in 2014. People who believe the theory that the government behind it often say that there was a widespread cover-up, silence in the families and the friends, and put in uh, cease and desist on news outlets. They couldn't report this, and this is why there's so little information regarding the whole situation. Now, we have to address the final point, which is this whole conspiracy could be made up, either shared on uh, conspiracy icebergs or shared on X-Freds, um, to the point where people pick up on them and spread them again and again. And maybe that's why there's so little about it, especially with a generic name such as 2006 Volleyball Incident. So we have to certainly think about the fact it could be made up. So was it a nationwide cover-up from the government due to a mistake on their part? Was it corruption? Was it simply the Mandela effect? Or was it something a bit more? I'd love to know what you think in the comments. And we'll play the outro. Thank you very much for watching this episode of Deep Law. I hope you learnt something today. If you liked it, leave a like. And if you want, subscribe. I'd greatly appreciate it. We're going to be descending the conspiracy iceberg. And I'd love for you to come along with me.